0: Well, hello and welcome back to the Two Kinky Women podcast, where we dish about everything kink. I am your co-hostess, Midnight Lady, and my partner in crime is Mistress Gabrielle.
1: Hello, nice to uh, have you join us again today. We appreciate your listening to us wherever you get your podcast. We're having a lot of fun and hope you are too. We just would like to uh, encourage uh, everybody who listens to us, so maybe not everybody, but some of you, to uh, uh, email us with questions, comments on the topics that we're bringing uh, today, uh, that we bring at any time. Email us at TKW at 2KinkyWomen.com. And that, of course, is the numeric two. I'll say it again. T-K-W at to kinkywomencom And while you're there, sign up for our email newsletter and get your, um, well if you're a beginner, your downloadable Beginner's Guide to Kink. If not, guess what? We've got infographics every month pertaining to what it is that we do. So, hopefully you'll get in touch with us.
0: And the Beginner's Guide to Kink isn't just for beginners. Ah. It, It has a questionnaire that you can fill out That tells you all the things that you've done, all the things you haven't done, whether you like them or not. And also includes things you might want to try or too afraid to try. And, of course, you can always choose your hard limits. There you go. But it also has fun things, um, diagrams, uh, things of all this information about toys and what they feel like and what kind of marks they leave. And just a plethora of fun information for every person whether they're at the beginning, the middle, or in their later years.
1: And let's face it, at some extent we're all beginners at something.
0: Yes. Yes. Absolutely. So yes. we all start at the beginning. So what are we doing today? Oh, today we have a great topic. Today is a relationship strategy, uh kink relationships, but really in the larger scope of things any relationship can benefit from uh, what we are going to call affirming your ideals. Uh, you have ideas about how relationships should go on, uh, vanilla relationships, kink relationships, poly relationships. Really what we're saying is any relationship that you have can benefit from good, honest communication, uh, and things of that nature. And that's what
1: this is about primarily. This is about communication. There is really no way that you can start a relationship or use a strategy to build a relationship unless you are going to communicate. There is no way that you can avoid (laughs) communication. The more you communicate, the better it is going to be. And it's true. The principles are the same no matter who's on top, whether or not it's vanilla, whether or not it's a female-led relationship, a master-slave relationship, female on the top, guy on the bottom, or vice versa, it really doesn't matter. This is about uh, starting a relationship strategy by finding out whether or not people are compatible how do we know if people are compatible sure you might be attracted to somebody somebody really good looking or mm-hmm. or you know their their charm or their personality just jumps out at you and you say wow this is it and you play a couple of times and you go wow this really is it and you figure let's go further than this let's start uh Thinking about whether or not this is going to be something that's going to last. And the two of you get together and to try to, uh, shall we say, give the potential that the two of you might have a good chance to be alive. And what ends, up, what ends up happening that it brings people closer together because you're discovering each other. And who does not want to discover about their partner? That's what you need to do. I mean, if you meet somebody on a Friday and, uh, well, two weeks later, you decide to go to Vegas and get married, um, not such a great idea because you have no idea who the hell that person is.
0: really is.
1: Now, you might think, oh my gosh, uh, I've met my soulmate. This is the one, okay? But a couple months later, when you realize that your value system is way out of whack, for example... Uh, this particular person who's your soulmate expects fidelity. However, you are intrigued with the idea of being poly or being in a non-monogamous relationship. Okay. That's a value. All right. And uh, there's so many other kinds. For example, um, my ideal relationship, uh, includes being close to my family. I'm very tight with my family. And then, uh, Okay, that's great, Um, but I don't expect you to be tight with your family. That's not important, but please do not object when Mm -hmm. I have my people over or uh, there are events and things along those lines. How do you feel about that? Uh, Is that something that would really bend you out of shape or is that something that you can really appreciate? Uh, Other things, for example... Uh My ideal uh relationship or our ideal relationship would include both of us being of the same faith mm. okay that is that's important to me. How do you feel about that? Is that something that uh you can deal with or not deal with now? This is always for example um, amenable to massaging, changing, whatever the case be. Well, you could start off talking about, well, if you're not the same religion as I am, I'm not interested, but you could talk about it and you can say, well, wait a second, you know, let's talk about what it really means to have faith. Maybe we do share certain feelings and perhaps the same values about faith, even though we are not of the same particular denomination. And again, you got to talk to people, you got to communicate, and you still have to be open-minded, all right? But I will say this much. I've been in a long-term relationship forty over 40 years. It's 4-0, 40 years. It's a very long time. And I can guarantee you, without a doubt, that there are many areas that we do not agree on. There's no question about it. I'll mm-hmm. give you a very, very important one. I made it very clear to my, uh, my husband when we first got together that I was interested in kink. And not only was I interested in kink, I was also interested in uh, maintaining, developing and maintaining a female-led relationship. And he said to me, that's fine without a doubt. You want to wear the pants? Wear them. Okay? Now, that does not mean he has no input into things. That does not mean that he has nothing to say. But we determined, we discussed, okay, what a female-led relationship means to me. And could he possibly be in agreement with it? Well, he was. And in fact, when it came time for us 35 years ago to buy a house, he never saw the house that we bought. Because it was my decision. Because we had to agree on that. His philosophy to me was, you have to be happy. Mm -hmm. That's what he said. You have to be happy. And of course, that's a wonderful thing to hear. But here's the thing. I don't want to be happy at the cost of his
0: happiness. Exactly.
1: Okay. So there's the discussion. That's where the values
0: are. We call that veto power. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. That's
1: just what it is. So, in any event, when you are uh, determining uh, um, uh, what your uh, relationship is going to be, and you need to determine it, you've got to affirm your ideals.
0: Let's talk about something a little bit more... uh, uh, uh specific in terms of getting along with this other person that you saw at a month or you started dating or you started playing things even more minute things like what's a deal breaker for you
1: without a doubt
0: for me i can't be with a smoker i just can't be my parents were chain smokers right um I have asthma. I never smoked a day in my life, but I have uh, asthma because my parents were chain smokers. Right. So, for me, you have to be a non-smoker. Absolutely. I can't I can't stand the smell of cigar smoke. I can't stand the smell of cigarette smoke. Uh, uh, also, for me, light social drinker. I'm okay with, you know, you go out and have a glass of wine with dinner. You have a beer with dinner. But if you're knocking back Two six-packs every weekend. For me, that's a problem. Oh, for good. other people, that's Saturday night. Right. And that's a good time. So
1: this is what you have to do. You is, have to talk about this. This
0: is for me. This right. is how I feel about it. Right. Um, my husband is a brewer. He makes his own beer. Beer. So he has certainly gotten his drink on. Right. Uh, on more than one occasion. And we've come into some issues with that. Right. But, but then we sat down, and we had a conversation about that. And I said, "Is it really necessary?" And this is the for same this thing. And, that and the other, th- you know,
1: this is the same thing we do when we talk about the fact that my ideal relationship includes non-monogamy. Right. Okay. Now, this person who I'm talking to could say that's a deal breaker for me. That's a deal breaker for yes. me. I can't, I can't do that. Well, there may not be any way.
0: And that's okay. They call that irreconcilable difference. There you go. Absolutely. Now, you had mentioned a concept that i like to take a moment to discuss. Soulmate and the one. Now, I'm putting air quotes around okay. the one. Right. Because we make it sound like, ah, oh, he's the one. And then, God forbid... They die tragically or cancer or some other heart attack or something, and they die. Oh, that was my only chance. He was the one. A, I don't believe in soulmates. Um, I believe anybody and everybody can be a soulmate or no one. I, I don't really grasp the concept of a soulmate or the one. They make it sound like a soulmate, you only get one soulmate and that's it, you're done. Right. I don't believe that. Right. I believe that that lots of people can be soulmates. You got your best friend could be your soulmate. Doesn't have to be a romantic connection. But the interesting thing that anybody who's been in a long term relationship, and I'm saying long term is five years or longer. Okay. Sure. Um Really? In this case
1: it might be two weeks. Okay.
0: <laughs> um Dan Savage mentions a, a concept of there is no the one.
1: We love Dan Savage. Yes. His column and his podcast. Oh, he's great. He's my relationship guru. There you go. He He, says there is no no, the one.
0: There is no the one. 100% the one. 100% perfect doesn't exist. What exists is 65%, 70%. Because you are never, ever, 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 ever going to find a perfect mate. It isn't realistic. So we take that 65% or 70% for lucky and we round that fucker up to 1. And then we marry them. And that's <laughs> good. You know. Yeah. But there you you're never going to have this laundry list, well, non-smoker, light drinker, health conscious, uh, monogamish, same religion, same political party, likes Game of Thrones, likes computer games. You're never gonna find somebody who is a hundred percent of your ideals. Because their ideals might not match your ideals either. So you're there 65 or 75% that they round the fuck up to one. So if you go around looking for a hundred percent. You're going to keep looking forever until you die because it's not realistic. So what we have to do is we make concessions or another term that Dan Savage likes to call the ticket for admission. Oh, the ticket of admission. Isn't that the interesting? The price you are willing to yeah. pay to be in a relationship with this person. Right. So your husband, when you said to him, well, if you want to be with me. You got to be into female led, you got to be okay with female led relationships. And he said, sure, I'm okay with that. He was willing to pay the price of admission to be with you.
1: I like that. That's an interesting concept.
0: That's how he frames it. And
1: that essentially was a compromise. Yes. Okay. Because I'll be very uh, blunt about the fact that it had never occurred to him before he met me that this was something. That he would ever consider in a relationship. But our values. Yep. Let's go back to the idea of values. And in the kink community, your values have got to be on the same page.
0: Closely aligned.
1: Closely aligned. that
0: doesn't mean that they have to drink the same wine that you like. Or play with the same toys. Or play with the same toys. Um, When I got together with my husband... We dated before, but we did meet in the scene. We met right. at a play party. We were both poly at that point, both bi, both kinky. So we knew going into this marriage and into this relationship that we were going to be all of those things. But
1: you didn't identify him to yourself as your soulmate.
0: No, I didn't. No. I, I, I didn't see that. I knew, though, when I saw him, when I saw him across the room, I knew I was going to marry him.
1: You, I remember you telling me that. That's a very I interesting. So there was just something, knew. something about him. I knew. Yeah. There was just something I about him. I didn't know him. him. Right.
0: I didn't know him at right. the time. Right. I met him later that night right. through friends. Um, but it was just one of those things. I just had a feeling it sounds so, like the
1: musical south pacific across their, uh, crowded a crowded room, room you saw him you fell in fell for does him does that mean he's my
0: soulmate <laughs> uh, i i don't know because i don't know that i believe in soulmates. yeah yeah to yeah. the extent where i believe a soulmate could be your best friend right a dog could be your soulmate yeah, yeah. like this is so, a human,
1: another human being. His wants and needs and interests and ideals and other things are you know very own.
0: When we got together, he said to me, "My friends are very important to me. Twice a month, I go to the woods and we shoot guns and we drink beer right. and we eat chili and right. we don't shower and right. we." You know, all. and did
1: he say to you, and if this is not good for you, I'm sorry because I can't change that. This is my life. No,
0: this was the price of admission. Price of admission, I was willing to pay. He gets these two long right. weekends a year, right. right? Uh, where he goes and he does, he leaves for four days, right? And we had a kid and he was still doing those four days in the right. woods, leaving me right. with an infant, right? Because that was the price of admission that we had agreed to now. Did that change later on? It had to have some changes, yes, because I needed a little more help. We had a special needs child and a little more help. But we communicated with each other, and he made a concession, and I made concessions. And the same thing goes
1: for any kind of a kink relationship as well. I mean, you might grow into, you don't necessarily have to, uh, at the outset of a relationship, Uh, announce uh, that you are, uh, uh, you know, um, uh, heavily non-monogamous, you can say, this is an interest of mine, or it may not even be in your head. It may not show up until a couple of years later, or whatever the case may be. Uh So the thing is, if you're going to communicate, if you're going to communicate in terms of your relationship, you need to know how to make that relationship ideal for you. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Some of the things that I mentioned, like, for example, um, uh, my ideal relationship, our ideal relationship should uh, should include physical fitness,
0: okay, mm-hmm. all right? Health conscious, uh, health,
1: health consciousness. Healthy eating. Or whatever, healthy eating, whatever the case may be. Now you talk about that, and you talk about it, and it becomes uh, something That you're going to maybe work towards. It -hmm. may not be something you already accomplished. It may be something you're going to work towards.
0: We're we're not saying that you're going to be with somebody for 20 years and new shit isn't going to come up. Right. You know, my husband has been exploring his gay side more Uh in the last couple of years. That's taking him away from our relationship a little bit. Right. Because it's only so many hours in the day. Right. So we had to have a moment where I communicated to him that I was feeling a little bit left out of his life. Right. Um, and he didn't even realize. He was so excited to be going on this journey for himself mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that it kind of, we forgot Right where we were. Right. And we had to sort of come back to each other again.
1: I think that's very, very common. Yeah. Absolutely. Very, very common. People, and I
0: support him yeah. in doing these things that are away from me as long as we come back together.
1: That's right. That's yeah. right. And that's your ideal relationship right there. Mm-hmm. A relationship that always brings us back, no matter uh what other interests or outside activities we might engage in, we always come back to each other.
0: If you keep your partner from doing the things that he wants or she wants to do, eventually that's going to bite you in the ass because it they're, they're going to cheat. They're going to leave the relationship. Like, but if it's a deal breaker for you, if my husband said to me all of a sudden, I want to start drinking two six-packs a week, you know, every night I'm going to drink two beers, I'm going to have a problem with that, you know. We'll have to see how that resolves.
1: Absolutely. Well, there you know the the same concept uh, uh, works with the uh, what is nice to have in a relationship, what you must have in a relationship, and, and what really, the you know what the, the price
0: of admission you're the, willing to the pay price is. of
1: admission you're willing to pay, and then for example, what the deal breaker is. Okay, my deal breaker right now is someone who does not agree with me politically. Okay. Yep. Now, I'm not saying that uh, uh, I will not date or, or play with people of a different um, political persuasion, but to make a long story short, there are things within that other political persuasion that if this person subscribes to, I don't want anything to do with. And that's it. That's an extraordinarily hard limit. Absolutely.
0: And it, that is a price you were not willing to pay.
1: Correct. Absolutely. And you walk away
0: from the relationship.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, it, it's 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 one of the things also within within our our uh, you know, our, our kink environment, doing this kind of work really gives you the preliminaries for going further in a kink yeah. relationship, which could be a contract. Yes. And a contract is only an agreement. Okay, that's all it really is. And by putting it down on paper or having it uh, you know, in your Google Doc, um when when we do that, we know what's expected of us. Okay? And nobody's infallible. It helps us remember what our ideal relationship we
0: doing, is. We're doing a whole episode on contracts yes, coming we
1: soon. Or negotiation for contracts and how to set one up. But I think that this is a really, really good way to get into the idea of... uh, Some people love the... Some people don't. Now,
0: let's be clear Uh with these sorts of things. This is not pick-up play in the dungeon. You're not going to ask someone you know can i spank you oh and how many children do you want to
1: have? oh but i would ask somebody how many how, can i spank you and are you a trump follower that i will ask them okay all right that i will ask all right, well
0: let's not, all right? for, let's not let's sorry not go too far
1: but generally speaking i mean let's face it people are people Okay, and and everybody's got something going on that somebody else is not going to like. That's just the way it is. This is life. People are people. I mean, we all have our thing, whatever it happens to be. But a lot of times you need to shut your mouth about your thing, too. And I think that's where a lot of people fall down
0: on it as well.
1: Remember, remember, remember. This is...
0: (laughs) Everybody has a right to their own opinion. Uh, Without a doubt, okay? absolutely not to force it on someone else
1: absolutely
0: your beliefs onto someone else so right. if someone else is a chain smoker then you just say i'm sorry we we don't uh right our our values don't match yeah, yeah. um if someone else you know whatever don't believe in their religion yeah um or you think you know Uh, I met someone whose religion was like Jedi, the Force. Like, (laughs) he actually believes that the Force is a religion. Really? Yes. Oh, my. There's there's actually a whole religion based on the Force from Star Wars. That's interesting. And Jedi. I was
1: unaware of that. Yes. (laughs) There you Um, go.
0: And he is very uh, deep and very spiritual in this religion. Okay. Uh, To me, it's a movie. Okay. But. He, and so I ended up limiting my contact with him because he and I did not share the same values and believe in the same sorts of things. So that's okay. Not everybody needs to agree with you. You don't have to agree with them. You can just agree to disagree and and take it from there. And move on.
1: Right. And what right. does that
0: do? That frees you up to find... The person whose ideals more closely match yours. Why waste your time and their time on someone that doesn't suit? You Like someone that doesn't match your jigsaw puzzle piece.
1: Yeah, it's a very, very, very good point. But let me ask you about something else. Tell me how you feel about about this. Um, When we are uh, creating, uh, you know, a relationship essentially... Uh, when we 're determining what our ideal relationship might be, um, we might be talking with somebody uh, and it, this person sounds wow phenomenal phenomenal well let 's face it this kind of person might be uh, as my uh, a girlfriend of mine likes to call a snake in the grass might be uh. a narcissist who's going to agree with everything you say because there is an end game for that narcissist, and that is not. Uh, you know, something that you can generally just pick right out. It's mm-hmm. hard to determine,
0: mm-hmm. you know,
1: a, a narcissistic personality, but you can just, just meet them.
0: And if you have stars in your eyes and you're totally hot and horny for this person, you tend to look past, um, the scales, right? as it were. Right. For that snake in the grass.
1: Right. Now, we're not talking about people who have severe personality disorders here. That's not our job. We're not going to talk about heavy duty narcissists or people who are, you know, who have other personality disorders. But how do you get around? I mean, how do you get around the players, the consent violators, the abusers, uh, the controllers? This is
0: where your community is golden. Uh Uh-huh. You, uh, People in the scene, especially if you have a tight-knit group like I have here where I live. Right. We have a very tight-knit group of people. Um, you see the same people at munches. You see them at events, especially if your events are local. Weekend events, local munches, play parties at private homes. Ask. Ask for a reference. Hey, I really like the way you played with I saw so-and-so. Do you have a reference? And anybody that says to you, Oh, you don't need a reference. I'm safe. Run. Because anybody that says to you, Oh, no, you don't need a reference. They're hiding something. Otherwise, they would give you a reference. Two Kinky Women did presentations at Naughty Noelle. They asked for not one reference, three separate references, and not just, you know, your first grade teacher you know, your best friend, professional references. Where have you taught before? What have you done in the community? They want people who are authentic, educational, uh, professional. They've done this before. They have knowledge, skills that they can pass on. So always talk to your friends. Have you heard of this guy? Do you know this guy? Event leaders like the head of the munch group—they know everybody because they do all the vetting for the munch group. They do the vetting for the parties, so they know a lot of people. Oh, so I heard. So and so said he did something. He was a con- he violated consent. Oh, good to know. You know, good to know. Or um, talk to. Other people in the scene, even if you don't know them, strike up a conversation. Say, hey, do you know so-and-so? Yeah, tall guy. He was sitting next to me. Oh, oh, he's a good guy. You like him? Yeah? Oh, okay. The other thing you can do, especially if you're at a play party Mm -hmm. or a kink event. Yeah. I had this experience. I did the kinky speed dating. And it just so happened my husband was home with the flu, and I didn't want to waste the ticket for the event, because uh-huh. it's expensive to go with the hotel and everything. So I went to the Kinky Speed dating alone, and there was this buxom, gorgeous woman, a dominant woman there. And I'm feeling my feminine oats, as it were. And I was like, oh, I want to play with her. She's so hot, right? And I started up a conversation. Got to have enough self-esteem to start up a conversation yes. with a stranger. yes. So I started up, I said, oh, I love the outfit you're wearing, it's gorgeous, you know, nice things, just, you know, routine, small talk. I said, I'd love to play if you're going to be in the dungeon later. She goes, oh, I'll definitely be in the dungeon later. I said, okay, great. So I went into the dungeon later, looking to see what action I might generate for that night. And I sat down and I watched her. There you go. I watched her play.
1: Watched people play.
0: And my friend that I had met earlier in the day, was a friend of a friend, saw me and came over and sat down next to me, was talking to me. And she goes, yeah, that's my boyfriend that she's playing with right now. I said, oh. And I'm watching her play with him. And all of my alarm bells are going off. Uh-huh. My, my 25 years in the scene, alarm bells are going off. No warm-up, no care, no sensuality, just bam, 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 bam.
1: Kind of like zero to 60 and That was it. No seconds, huh? That was it. Yeah.
0: And the scene lasted like 10 minutes, 15 minutes. No aftercare. Yeah. No warm-up.
1: And these are things that are important to you.
0: To me, yes. So he came over and I asked him, how was that because it looked pretty awful from this side of the room Mm. he goes that was awful he goes that was awful she just like there was she just hit me that was basically what it was she just hit me (laughs) like and and then i said well i'm certainly not going to play with her and i was hot for her she was gorgeous and i was all my juices but the thing that i really cycled in on after that was she saw me recognized me from the kinky speed date and came over and she's like she put her hands on her hips she goes i don't know what happened to that other sub that i was supposed to play with he's gone well who's next yeah who's up next yeah like we were just steak yeah you know however there the might
1: be a person or two who wants to be considered a piece of meat <laughs>
0: that was not the but you knew exactly I you knew
1: what you wanted to do where your head was and the price of admission what you were willing to pay i love that phrase i think that that's really 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 precise and describes it it really does describe it right. What are you willing so she to was a red flag on? to me
0: and I yeah. knew that she was not going to affirm my ideals she was definitely not going to affirm my ideals I ended right. up playing with and even on a very basic level just
1: just somebody awesome. to play with so the idea being that you got to watch people play before you get involved with them yes. before you go any further because not only are you going to save yourself a lot of time but you are also going to save yourself no. a lot of aggravation and sometimes pain and uh, harm. I mean, we all love to hurt each other, but we don't want to harm anybody. Yeah. So the thing is, is that's one of the ways you can avoid it. You really, really can. You know, right off at the top, this is not a person for you. Even something so inconsequential is just being with somebody for half an hour in a dungeon. Okay?
0: And talk to them beforehand. You've got to talk. you got the, to talk. Um, Talk to, and talk to your friends. I Again, I had another experience. I had the total hots for this guy at a munch. Oh, my God. So hot and sexy. We end, We even ended up meeting again and having dinner uh, together. And he was going to come over to my house, and we were going to play. I was going to let him in my house. Mm-hmm. And my friend found out. I didn't even ask for references for this guy. Oh. My friend found out. That I was going to see him, and she told me, Google his name. It never even occurred to me to Google his name. Google his name. Turns out he is a person of interest in his wife's murder slash suicide. Oh,
1: my goodness. Wow. Oh, wow.
0: Okay, then. A wow. person of interest. Mm, I don't think I'll be playing with you. <laughs> wow. Um. Uh, so these things happen, you know? Snakes in the grass are definitely out there. Yeah,
1: they really are. Uh,
0: And I did not want to be his next um, person of interest. (laughs) Uh,
1: So the idea is, use your head, right? Use your head, be smart, think about things. But, you know, uh, it's very difficult. It's very difficult, really, particularly because there are so many uneducated kinksters out there who come off as being quite educated. There are so many people out there who misrepresent themselves. It's not an easy thing and nobody says it's an easy thing, but one of the best ways we can get past something like that and get into a healthy scene is, again, figure out what it is that you want. You want to create a life strategy say, in a female-led relationship, because that's where I'm coming from, okay? It can be any kind of a relationship. But you're going to determine what the life strategy is. And uh, why not spend the time? Why not spend the time getting to know someone? And as you get to know them even more as time goes on, some of those things will be determining you will be determining, well, you know what? I think I, I used to think I could never compromise on this issue. Well, this person who I am uh, falling for is so wonderful and so interesting to me. I think this is something I could definitely compromise on. People change, and people also uh, can become open to new possibilities. I mean, essentially, anything that you feel will makes it ideal for you in terms of a relationship that's what you need to build the strategy on and you know they can change and you can come up with a slew of them for example uh you know uh, i i mentioned before our ideal relationship uh includes children some people would say absolutely not didn't they say that before absolutely not but they could change you don't know so you have to be Am I open to compromising on this? Is this something? Or is this going to be definitely be, right off at the bat, okay, a deal breaker? You need to know. And uh, how about things like, for example, um, uh, we talked about physical fitness. But how about fidelity, okay? This is a big issue. We talked a little bit about non-monogamy. But how about fidelity? What does that really mean, okay? What does that really mean to be... Uh, to be loyal just to one person and one person alone. To me, it's unrealistic, okay? Mm-hmm. And it just is not something that most human beings are capable of, even if they say they are. <laughs> but, I mean, all you got to do is look at the at the numbers of, uh, you know, people who quote-unquote cheat. So the, the thing is, the, these are the stepping stones. These are the stepping stones to finding... Uh, your heart's desire. you got to be willing to go there and don't be intimidated either in terms of, well, we just met each other. Uh, Yeah, well, you just maybe met each other, but you've already decided you're gonna move in. You're gonna move in with somebody who you really don't know. Get to know that person, get to determine what's important to them, and they get to find out what's important to you by affirming your ideals. Not saying that's the end point; that could usually be the beginning, and yeah. it's important. It really, really is.
0: Yeah, we talk a lot here on the podcast about being your authentic self. Yes, we do. Um, and I dated a young man for quite some time. Polly kinky by chucked all my boxes. Te- wonderful chemistry. And uh, through life and circumstances, he moved away. I started dating a vanilla woman who was the exact opposite of everything he had been all those years.
1: We hear this all the time.
0: And he that was the price of admission that he was willing to pay to be with this vanilla, monogamous you know, and lights the, off, sex, you right? know. And the price he plain. was willing to
1: pay was to give up his authentic self. Right. And we know, as people who have been around for a while, okay, that that's going to boomerang. There's no question about that. Absolutely. I never, never, I've never seen a relationship um, succeed. Uh, I have had plenty of submissives in the past. And also... Uh, maybe a dominant or two, but primarily this, we find this with submissives. Okay. Who are stepping out on their, um, uh, male submissives who are stepping out on their wives because they get married. Uh, I so said to me before he got married, Oh, I can't tell her she'll freak out or whatever. And then, and she'll get all bent out of shape and it'll be a big problem. And we'll probably won't get married. And is this, and that, this. well, guess what? Maybe you shouldn't, <laughs> you really, really shouldn't. Maybe Um, that's
0: not the person for you, Then Maybe
1: that is not the person for you. And, of course, 15 years later and three children later, or 20 years later and two children later, whatever it happens to be, all of a sudden you are, you know, uh, visiting pro-doms and looking to do a lot of other things while she has absolutely no idea what is going on. Not only have you pulled out the rug underneath yourself, but you sure as hell treated her like garbage Wrong, wrong, One wrong. of
0: my core values is I'm very specific about who I play with. Mm-hmm. And I have done pick-up play in the dungeon. Right. And uh, with men, strangers. But I figure in that environment, is a very specific environment. It's at an event in another state or another, you know. Um... But then they find me on Fed, and they're like, oh, do you want to get together again? I could come to your house and play. And I'm like, you're not coming to my house and play. I don't know you. I don't know you. I don't know you from Adam. I played with you 20 minutes one day, six months ago. And you know, And then I give them resources. Hey, you're a local. Come to a munch. Come to a munch. Get vetted for a play party. You know, and then this particular young man that I played with, I find out, because we talk, that he's making the rounds of all the yeah. dominant women in my group. Right. And then I find out he's married. Oh, he didn't mention that to me. Then he mentioned to someone else that he was separated, mentioned that someone, someone else found out he was married. Uh, The wife called one of his... Dominatrix lady friends, and she said, "Are you having sex with my husband?" And she said, "No, uh, I spank him, I top him." She's like, "He told me you were having sex with him." No, we're not actually having physical sex, but I do, you know, BDSM with him. So I have to be very careful.
1: Yes, we all you do. Know?
0: And I listen to what people say about other people, because reputation is everything in the kink world. Um, I like to think that my, my reputation is very good. I worked very hard to be authentic and honest. And I got a compliment a couple of uh, months ago, my friend. Was looking for a spanking. She was not my friend then. She's my friend now. But she was looking for a spanking. She was new. Looking for a spanking from a woman. And one of the owners of that party recommended me to play with this new woman who was a beginner. And she wanted a, a nice spanking. So I took it as a great compliment to be recommended. Yes to do that yes i don't think he would have recommended me if he didn't think that right so that, that was a I referral play
1: right so that was a referral that was very nice
0: so i you know so reputation is everything yeah
1: it really in is in the
0: scene it really is um, which doesn't
1: mean that there are people in the scene who can't fool you you gotta yeah. keep your head on folks I mean, this is very important. You've got to keep your head on because people are people no matter where you go. Vanilla life, kinky life, it doesn't matter. You can meet the wrong people at the wrong time. But... Yeah if you do your due diligence at least to a certain extent and what we're talking about again are things like for example watch people play before you play with them okay get a reference or a referral from a mutual friend or something find out what has that person done in the community have they ever volunteered with an organization uh this or sort of whatever the case may be uh are they married is that okay with you that may be okay with you uh, if it's not okay with you, then you have to make that very clear that that is not something uh, that I want to do, okay? Right. I don't want to be in that position, and I don't want anybody to put me in that position either, whatever it happens to be. This is why communication is critical. Now, we're not talking about giving somebody the third degree of pick-up play in a dungeon, <laughs> okay?
0: This is if you want to have a a, a long-term or lasting relationship um you meet some and you do pick up playing the dungeon and you and turns out they live twenty minutes away from where you live and it you know, all they check all most of your boxes. I'm not gonna say all your boxes, they check right. most of your boxes. Right. Get to know them better at that point. You know, that's when you come up with, you know, your ideals uh and you know and if you're freshly dating someone don't tell them your life story on the first date <laughs> find out you know find out a little bit about themselves Tell them a little bit about
1: you. And doing this kind of uh, affirming your ideals is a very good way to do that. For example, uh, I always thought that uh, that that um, uh, I was uh, very interested in having a monogamous relationship. It turns out I've changed in the last couple of years. Now I think non-monogamy is cool. How do you think? What do you think about that? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Anything. For example, uh, I used to think it was like really, really important. Uh, Again, What we said before about religion. This is a big, big, big issue for a lot of people. Um, Oh, I used to um, uh, be very uh, observant in terms of my religion. As I've grown up, I've become an atheist. Does that turn you off?
0: Yeah. Okay. How do you feel about
1: that? Yeah. Does that turn you off? Now, we can uh, take these kinds of uh, affirmings of ideals and... Match them more up to a kinky lifestyle, okay? For example, uh, I like to go to events. I want to go to as many events as I can and I want to do at least a month, one munch a month. Do you like going out and meeting other people? oh, I'm really shy. I don't like that. I, uh, I, I'm I i afraid of who I might meet. That's not my thing. Boy, but I miss social. And I'm going to be with somebody who doesn't want to go out. I don't think that's really so great.
0: Yes. And I had someone contact me wanting to, um, there's another good point, wanting to play with me, wanting to have a female-led relationship with me, and I told him, that's great, come to a munch, let me meet you at a munch, let me meet you at a play party, let's see if our ideals are the same or similar enough to work with. I said, uh, and he replied, this was his reply, I'm not going to any munches, if I have you, I'm not sharing you with anyone. Wow. Yeah. You just told me everything I needed to know about Deal you as a rigor. person. Yeah, that was that. Right then and there in right. one sentence. Right. Didn't even take three dates. Right. right. And, and discussion of politics and religion and right. lifestyle. Right. Right. He didn't want to share me with anybody at a much Something. Wow. Is,
1: yeah, is, it's it's. It, it, there you go. Um, something like, for example, um, um, uh, I I don't like. Uh, I'm not an exhibitionist. I don't like playing uh, in in public dungeons. Well, I don't like a- playing in events. I don't want to go to a play party and play. I'll sit in the social area, but I don't want to play. Um,
0: now, that's a Hi. deal breaker for me.
1: There you go. Okay. Okay. There you are right there. You know
0: me having a little attention tour.
1: There you are. Now, this is either very important to you or not important at all. Okay. I will only play privately. How do you feel about
0: that? Yeah, that's not going to work.
1: For that's me. not going to work for you. But it might
0: work perfectly and well for somebody else. Very good information because now we know we don't suit.
1: Oh, Absolutely. And there's and nothing is wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that.
0: It's fine if you don't suit. Right. That, then frees up your space. Goodness knows. Somebody else is going to come else.
1: along. Somebody else. There are a lot
0: of fish but here's, here's another thing that we need to yeah. discuss in, in before we close is the fantasy. Ah. The fantasy. I want to live in 24-7 slave. Um... Okay, well, that's going to be a little hard, seeing as how I'm a mom. <laughs> that that's not going to work for me. That it, you know, that is just not something I can do. Not that I don't—I would love it. I love it. It's just nothing I can do. Right. My life doesn't allow me to do that. Right. I have responsibilities. I can't abandon my child to be your twenty-four-seven living slave. Right. So, they, but he has a fantasy that that's what he wants. Right. But you have to also temper that with reality. Right. right. Unless you live in a cave <laughs> and you have no parents, no children, no friends, right. no job, nothing that takes you away from the house, that's not realistic
1: and this is a topic which we're going to address i think uh probably in a podcast in the not too distant future which is the myth of the 24-7 slave uh that is gosh it just it just seems fantasy to me, is very it,
0: nice it, fantasy
1: is wonderful and we can indulge that fantasy when we can
0: perfect example a weekend kink event. Right. Someone watches my kid from Friday at That's noon right. to Sunday at 4. I drop him off at my mother-in-law's. I drop him off at my sister-in-law's, you know. And then from... And this is what my husband and I do when we go to events. We drop him off at the in-law's. And then from the time that we drop him off... Right. And we drive to the place... From the moment we step into the hotel, you
1: are enrolled.
0: That is that is my right space right there. Right. Yes, I check in with my kid, check in with my sister in law, my mother in law, whoever's watching my kid. But for that period, those three days until we leave the hotel, collar comes off. Vanilla dress. I go pick up my kid.
1: In closing, I would like to say that that is a really good way to find out if you guys are compatible. There is nothing like it. And we're talking about now in our semi-post-COVID world that there are more events around. This is a great opportunity to find out if this is something you want to do. This is giving you an opportunity to affirm those ideals or not affirm yeah. those ideas. And find out
0: things that you won't find out until you spend a night or two in a hotel room with that person. Right. They snore like, you know, no tomorrow. <laughs> Obviously, that's a problem. Yes, it that's is. That's why I have invested in really good earplugs. <laughs> and then it's not a problem anymore. There you go. There you you go. know, so there you go. things you don't find out until right. you spend that kind right. of time. But if snoring is a deal breaker for you, um, then that's valuable information. So
1: essentially what we're saying and what we've said today in this podcast is you're going to meet your heart's desire sooner or later, but how do you know? And the relationship is going to, you know, is the relationship going to be what you want it to be? Well, the opportunity to affirm your ideals, find out where the both of you are coming from, takes time yeah. nobody is in a contest nobody is in a contest to make it happen within two weeks three weeks two months whatever it happens to be set your own timeline talk to each other again communication that's yeah, where it's at
0: that's all it is that's okay right. so in closing uh, we'd like to just a few housekeeping details If you are interested in uh, commenting on anything that we've discussed. And we wish you would. Yes. Any questions um, for Ask the Mistress, please find us on Instagram, Pinterest, Facebook, Twitter. Um,
1: and probably TikTok, TikTok in the not too
0: near future. TikTok is coming. <laughs> it's coming. The, and the social media maven, right. so TikTok is definitely on its and, on And the play. Uh,
1: you can find us at our homepage at com. That's two. Numeric to kinkywomenpodcast.com. It is, I have to say, a terrific website. And it's getting better every day because you have an opportunity to read Mistress's Diary. Yes,
0: Mistress's
1: okay. Diary. And you have the opportunity to read Wonderful Erotica by Midnight Lady. And you have the opportunity to download the free infographic, which is available every, every month. Every month. It tells you
0: the top five things you need to know from every episode.
1: All righty, then. And huh? if you
0: sign up and get the email newsletter, I give you more downloadable goodies. Last uh, month's goodie was sex toys and how to have safer sex and what wow. kinds of things you need. What kind of risks are there involved in sex? And how to make them safer. How to make your sex toys safer. I ask
1: you, where else can you get all this wonderful educational material?
0: Because we are all about the education Yes, we are.
1: Because we are two kinky women. We We want you to be kinky too. Yes, we do. Hope to see you soon. Come next time. Let us uh, entertain you with our podcast. Get in touch, guys. Questions and comments. Email us.